Ladies and gentlemen, DCHs. Once again, Anison presents Easy Aces, radio's distinctive last novelty. Many of you, I'm sure, have had Anison recommended to you for the quick relief of pain from a headache, neuralgia, or neuritis. Perhaps a friend has suggested you try it. And you may have wondered just why Anison is so recommended in preference to other ways. The reason is that Anison acts to relieve your pain effectively and remarkably fast. It's like a doctor's prescription. That is, it's a combination of medically proven active ingredients. And everyone knows that when your doctor makes out a prescription, it usually contains not just one ingredient alone, but several. Thousands of people have been given an envelope containing anison tablets at some time or other by their dentist or physician. They know how fast it brings relief for them. If you have not yet tried anison, go to your drugstore now and pick up a box. Try anison the next time you're in pain from neuritis, neuralgia, or a headache. Try it on the proposition that if the first few tablets do not give complete satisfaction, you may return the unused portion and your money will be instantly refunded. Ask for Anison, spelled A-N-A-C-I-N, in tins of 12 and 30, and bottles of 50 and 100 tablets. Well, Jane sold all the furniture in the Aces bungalow for $400. Then she visited an auction sale and found her old furniture being auctioned off very cheaply. It hurt her pride. She stepped in and bid up to $250, got all the furniture back, and made a profit of $150. The scene now is a bungalow after dinner. The house is back as it was before, with Jane, Mr. Race, and their friend Marge enjoying its comfort. Listen. Ah, this is more like it. Comfortable? Oh, aren't you, Marge? I should say. But it all happened so fast, I haven't quite got my bearings. First, I said goodbye to all this, when all of a sudden, it whipped right back, and I find myself sitting right back in my nook here on the savannah. Yeah, seems like it was a nightmare, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, we're back together again, this chair and I. Oh, uh, this is what I call comfort. How about it, Jane? Uh, what? I say, isn't this like old times, having all our own furniture? Uh, what are you doing? You're writing somebody? Oh, no. I'm trying to figure out how often I could do this. Now, let me see. How often? I mean, if I can make $150 once and get the drapes clean besides, how many times would it take to make $1,500 or the price of one main coat? Oh, <laughs> You're not going to make a business out of this. Well, <laughs> I mean, I did it once. Why not? All I have to do... All you have to do is forget about it. No, all I have to do is sell this furniture for $400, go to an auction sale and buy it back for $250, and I make $150 each time, don't I? Now... Ten times 150, I figured I would be approximately $1,500 profit. Well, approximately, yeah. What do you mean approximately? It is $1,500 profit. Well, not counting bail and fines and legal advice. Oh, no, Jane. You're not thinking of making a habit of this. Well, it's so easy, Marge. Look, all I have to do is sell the furniture for $400. Then I buy it back for $250. What do I make? 
me sick. No, I mean in cash. Oh, in cash. <laughs> I make $150 each time. It comes out the same way every time I figure it. I can't understand it. I know somebody isn't doing good somewhere, but it isn't I. I can't figure out who it is, but that's their worry. I guess every time somebody makes money, somebody else loses money. Don't they, dear? Uh, see? Uh, yeah. So, all I have to do is to advertise furniture for sale in the newspaper. A man comes and buys it for $400, and I go and buy it back for 250 and I make $150. It's foolproof. So you've opened a new field of business, I guess. Yes, except one thing. Mm, there's always a fly in the oatmeal. What is it? The advertisement in the paper costs a dollar twelve cents every time I advertise. Oh, yeah. Overhead, huh? Yeah, a little over my head, but not much. <laughs> Isn't it funny? I never thought of this before. Here I've been looking at this same furniture every day for six years, and I never thought I could make money out of it and still have it. Sell it, buy it, sell it, buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, that could go on forever, or until that chair falls apart. It's wonderful. You know, Jane, I, I think you've got nothing there. Pretty good, huh, dear? Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you can laugh, Mark. They laughed at Edison when he sat down at the piano. That was a big solo, wasn't it? <laughs> this is a new business I just happened to think of, just like Edison when uh, you thought of... Speaking of Edison, Jane, the phone is ringing. A what? The telephone. Do you uh, mind, Jane? You're right there. You oh, your... the phone's ringing. Excuse me. Yes. Hello? Hello. Is that you, Aunt Jane? Yes. Who is this? This is Betty. Oh, hello, Listen, Aunt Jane. I'm coming right over with my baby. This is the end. You've got to take me in. I can't stand it anymore. I've tried and tried and tried. It's no use. I've been a loyal and faithful wife. Heaven knows I've made every sacrifice. But tonight came the finish. It had to come sometime. And now I'm through, do you understand? I don't mind for myself, but when it comes to the baby, I'll fight the world. Especially this man who calls himself my husband. I'll kill myself and my baby rather than put up with him another day. Will you help me, Aunt Jane? How are you, Betty? What's new? We'll be over in five minutes. I'm all packed. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye. Well, what do you know? Oh, uh, not much. What do you know, Jane? Plenty. Something's wrong. Betty? Uh, Something's always wrong with Betty, isn't there? Dear, I want you to stop talking like that this minute. Yes, ma'am. This is no laughing matter. She and Carl have had a fight. Again? This is the first fight they've had since the baby came six months ago. How do you know? You never keep in touch with them. Oh, I know. I should see my own niece more often than I do. You don't have to rib it in. Well, what happened with her and Carl? I don't know. She didn't tell me. I didn't get a chance to talk to her. Yeah, but she got a chance to talk to you. What was that long pause you were listening to there. Oh, that. Well, she didn't say much there. She's so excited and crying. Uh, What'd she say? Nothing. She said, I'm coming right over with the baby. This is the end. You've got to take me in. I can't stand it anymore. I tried and tried, she said. Oh, no, she said, I tried and tried and tried. Oh. I've been a loyal and faithful wife, and I'm going to kill myself and the baby. Kill herself? What are you talking about? That's what she said, and on the way to do it, she's stopping over here. We'll have to tell her not to. Well, I should hope Why? Why? Listen, dear, this is my sister's only child. My sister sent her here to get married. We got her married, and to a very nice fellow. You think I'm going to let her go and kill herself even if she doesn't mean it? I should say not. Well, what does she mean coming here and are taking her in? 
she and Carl had a fight. Don't you get it? I get the fight, Jane, but we can't keep her here. Why not, if I may be so cold? Whose house is this? Yours, I suppose. No, it's ours. Oh, thanks. Half mine and half yours. Yes. And $150 left over. Oh, yes. I guess I got something to say about my own niece coming to live here. But she's married. She's got a husband. But they had a fight. So what? So they'll get over it. Why, Why sure. It's just something that needs patching up. She's crazy about Carl. Yes, and so is he. Well, what was the argument about, did she say? No, I didn't get a chance to ask her. It's just one of those silly things. You know how married people argue once in a while. Uh, no, I don't know. Tell me, Jane. Well, one of them says something, and then the other says... Oh, sarcastic, huh? Why, no, Jane, I'm not sarcastic. Listen, dear, I know you too well. I haven't been married to you all these years for nothing. You're just lucky we don't have any arguments because one of us knows how to twist the other one around her little finger, and I don't have to say which one I mean. Which little finger, you mean? Yeah. No, which one of us I mean. Oh. Now, are you two going to get into a tantrum just as Betty gets here? Well, him and his staircase. Well, her and her little finger. I didn't say whose little finger. I guess you've got a guilty conscience. I have. Well, if it fits you, wear it. How does it look on me? Oh, Oh, what's the use? It's like talking to a deaf wall. Now, uh, what were we saying, Marge? Uh, something about Betty, I believe. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a little fight. It isn't much. You know how married couples argue once in a while. What was that? I didn't say anything. Well, I don't like that tone in your eye. Oh, I thought it looked well on me. just matches my conscience. <laughs> oh, Marge, stop <laughs> laughing at him. He'll start thinking he's funny. Now, oh. where was I? Uh, married couples argue once in a while. Let's skip that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess you know how Betty flies off the coop. Yes, Betty does have a temper, doesn't she? Now, Marge, we're not going to take sides, except Betty. Oh, except oh. Betty. Is well, a... she's my niece, my own sister's only child. Oh, there she is now. Just a minute, I'll go, dear. I didn't make a move. Yeah, just leave it to you, and we'll have nothing done around here. Now, I want to hear one word out of you, you understand? Not even scram? Oh, leave her alone. I should have known I was too comfortable here. Betty, come in. Hello, Aunt Jane. Here, take this bag. Baby's still asleep. I'll hold her. No noise, everybody. The baby's asleep. Aunt Jane, you're waking her. Oh, excuse me. No noise, everybody. The baby's asleep. Well, hello, Betty. Hello. I've come to stay here. I'm through with Carl. I'm through with everything. Men are beasts. They don't deserve wives, much less children. They're beasts, I tell you. Woof, woof. Trying to be funny, Uncle Ace? No, just trying to accommodate Oh, me. look at the baby. If she isn't a straight... Look, Marge, look at her fingers curled up in her fist. Hello, Susan. Say hello to Susan, Marge. Will you stop calling her Susan? Her name is Sheila. Sheila? Why, I thought it was Susan. That's Carl's doing. For months I've told him the child's name is Sheila. For months he's called her Susan. When she was tiny, I didn't mind so much. As she grew up, he kept on calling her Susan. I couldn't stand it anymore. Child was beginning to recognize sounds. I begged him, I pleaded with him, I humbled myself to him, to that man, asking him to call her Sheila. He kept on calling her Susan. Child was becoming confused. But tonight I made up my mind. Your what? You heard what I said. Her mind, she said, dear. Oh, uh, go ahead, Betty. Isn't it exciting? Then what? I decided to leave him. I never want to see him again or speak to him again. Oh, but Betty, you can't take a child away from his father. It's my child. Yes, but it's his, too. Oh, he has a child born of his imagination. A child named Susan. This is my child, Sheila. Well, that's very pretty. Born of his imagination. Oh, I knew you'd be against me. Now, now, let's not take sides. I don't blame you, Betty. After all, it's a wise child that knows her own name. You can't go around calling a baby Susan one minute and Sheila the next week. Oh, isn't she cute? 
Hello, Susan. How are you, Susan? Jane, stop that this minute. Too loud? No, her name's Sheila. Oh, excuse me. I keep forgetting which is which. Uh, hello, uh, which is it? Sheila, Sheila. Oh, look, she opened her eyes. She sees me. Look at her, dear. She sees me. She understands me. She's a genius. Oh, she's a gorgeous child. What coloring in those blue eyes and pink cheeks. I must put her to bed. Where will she sleep? In her own bed, I suggest. I'll never go back there. Well, why come here? Where can I turn? Where can I go? Sure, where can she turn? Where can she go? How about back to her husband and stop this silly argument? breaking up a home over the name of a child. I have no home. My home was broken up the minute he called her Susan. Oh, he knew I had chosen the name of Sheila long before she was born. He and his stubbornness. Well, maybe that stubbornness is 50-50, Betty. And, Marge, I expected you to be on his side, too. Uh, stand over here with me, Marge. <laughs> oh, Aunt Jane, you're the only one I can turn to. All right, I'll stand over with you. Now, let me see how he stands. Three to two, calling Susan. Oh, no, not Susan. Will you stop calling her Susan? Oh, I forgot again. Hello, Sheila. How are you, Sheila? This is Aunt Jane, Sheila Sue. You like Aunt Jane, <laughs> Sheila Sue? I like you, Sheila Sue. Oh, stop that racket. Well, Jane forgets furniture for a while to take up the problem of mending Betty's marital affairs. Easy aces are brought to you by the makers of Anison. The remarkable tablets that give effective and fast relief from pains due to headaches, neuralgia, or neuritis. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, it's a combination of medically proven and highly regarded ingredients, not just one. And you know a doctor's prescription usually contains more than one ingredient. That's why your dentist or physician, at some time or other, may have given you an envelope containing Anison tablets. So the next time you're in pain from a headache, neuralgia, or neuritis, Remember Anison, A-N-A-C-I-N, in tins of 12 and 30, and bottles of 50 and 100 tablets at any drugstore. Next Tuesday night at this same time. When you go to your druggist, note how many different items he carries other than drugs. Look them over and buy whatever you can from him. You'll help him and yourself. This is Ford Bond speaking for the makers of Anison. how to have beautifully waxed and polished floors. Use Old English no-rubbing liquid wax that protects floors against wear. Quickly applied, it dries to a hard, gleaming wax finish. That is all. No rubbing, no drudgery, and at only 39 cents a pint, it saves you up to one-third in cash. Try Old English no-rubbing liquid wax. 